You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 108, the solo series. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 108. Who are you listening to? Can I just say it is the most frustrating thing to record nearly an entire podcast episode only to click the mouse and have that whole episode disappear, which is what just happened. And when I tell you my blood pressure is through the roof at this moment and my anger is through the roof at this moment, and I need to tell myself to calm down and breathe. It is all perfect. Everything is working out. It was meant for me to do this episode twice, even though I don't have the time to do it. I... I just want you to hear my inner talk at this moment because I'm pissed. Pissed. Because that episode was going so well and I was at the tail end of it and now I am recording it again. So probably that's the universe telling me you need to record this again and you need to hear this for yourself and take in this teaching a second time. That's how I'm going to interpret it because I'm pissed. Just saying. (laughs) Okay. Um, Wow. I just got to breathe for a second. For somebody who has probably about 25 minutes to do this, I am, I need my tactical breathing in this moment to just get it together. And I think it's important that you witness that because sometimes people listen to things and they think, man, she, you know, she probably has it all together. No, on certain days it's La Vida Loca. And that was a La Vida Loca moment right there where I got to 19 minutes and pressed one button and the whole thing, I was going to use an expletive. I will not. <laughs> the whole thing screwed up. Uh, Cassandra Von Worsley here. Hi, everybody. I am so pissed that I, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't even know what to say. That episode was going so well and I'm so pissed and I just got to breathe through it and do it again. And that is an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial lesson in and of itself. There will be many moments where you got to breathe through something in your business and you got to do it again and you need to suck it up. No complaining, no, uh, woe is meing. Like I do not have time at this moment to get into my victim story. I simply need to take it in and breathe it all out, right? Okay, welcome to episode 108. Uh, so I turned 40. I turned 40 this week, and I celebrate my birthday all month long. In fact, I'm going to celebrate this year of 40 all year long, because next year I'll be 41. Uh, what have I learned in 40 years? I can tell you that at 40, I am so certain of my talents, gifts, and abilities. I am so clear on what I really want and what I don't want, on what I'm willing to accept and what I am unwilling to accept. I'm so clear on where I'm going and I trust it in a way that I I was not able to trust at 20 or 30. I also think one of the biggest game changers for me at 40 is that I understand that, that, that fast and easy are relative terms. And that there's a lot of work that goes into flowing with life. And I think that's where a lot of people get it twisted. A lot of people think, well, I should get it fast and I should get it easy. You know, 
yeah, maybe it could happen that way, but I'm learning that there there's a lot of behind-the-scenes things that go into any level, any massive level of success, that you got to be willing to do the work, whether it comes fast or it comes slow, uh, whether it takes you one year or it takes you 10 years. At 40, I'm, I'm very, I'm much more patient with the process and very clear on the fact that not everything comes as easily as I would like, but that the things that I pursue, because I've really streamlined what I'm pursuing and I've really focused on what means the most to me, those are important and they're worth whatever weight comes and they're worth whatever work is required. And so that's not to say that it all has to be an uphill battle or that it has to be hard, but it's to say that I've, I've really come to the place at 40 where I embrace that whatever it takes is whatever it takes. And that I'm, I'm beginning. And I say beginning because I really, it's a beginning for me. I'm beginning to learn how to fall in love with the process of becoming great. I'm just now really starting. I haven't mastered it. I think that's a lifetime thing. Mastery is a, is a process. It's not a destination. And I'll talk about that in another episode, but I'm really starting to get that the nature of loving your life and loving your business is falling in love with every single day that you're in your life and that you're in your business and not being so driven by, okay, by the time I get to be 25, I should be here, here, and here. By the time I'm 40, I should be here. You know, I, I stopped subscribing to those successful or millionaire under 40, under 30 less a long time ago. And the reality of the situation is that I'm learning that there's joy in the process. There's joy right here, right now, as I record this episode for the second time, <laughs> you know, there is joy to be had. So episode 108, I, I want to ask you a really important question, and I want you to spend a few days, a few weeks, a few months really thinking about this question. Who are you listening to? Who are you listening to? You know, it's a really important question to think about, um, because very, very a lot of the time, I think we, we listen to the wrong people. We listen to the wrong people at the wrong moment and we make very permanent decisions based on very temporary feelings or emotions. And so I want you to think about this episode because Ralph Waldo Emerson has a great quote. He, he once said, self trust is the first secret of success. And I want you to think about that as we talk through this whole concept of who are you listening to? If you don't trust you, then you don't trust who you trust and you don't trust where you're getting your information from and you don't trust the steps that you're taking. Self-trust is the first secret of success. So before you jump to anything about, okay, do I trust this program? Do I trust this thing? Do I, let's begin with self-trust. And I say that because I'm, I'm launching a new course called the focus mindset formula. And I'm actually doing a webinar called focus and flow. And it's really about 10 ways that you can master your focus. And one of the things that I'm going to say on this live training is you've got to trust you because you're not going to master focus or relentless focus. If you do not first trust your ability to focus. Now, February 1st is that that webinar on 10 simple ways to master your focus. If you want to join me on that webinar, go to tinyurl.com forward slash 
Focus Flow webinar and sign up. If you can't make the live time, you will get the recording. But go to tinyurl.com forward slash focus flow webinar and join me on February 1st because I'm going to be talking about how do you master focus? You might be in a moment right now where, you know, the New Year's resolution thing has worn off or it's wearing off. You're finding it difficult to be consistent in the, the massive action that you want to take daily. Join me for that webinar tinyurl.com forward slash focus flow webinar, because I'm going to break it down how you do it simply, effectively, and persistently over time. How do you keep that focus? How do you get that focus? How do you keep the momentum going? But again, you're not going to master relentless focus if you don't have self-trust. So let's talk about this. Who are you listening to? Point number one, and I want you to really think about this because we are exposed to so many different people and things and just everywhere. Point number one, the wrong people in your ear, the wrong people. So if you're listening to the wrong people, they can actually crush your momentum and stifle your success. That's pretty self-explanatory. If you are listening to people who have not been where you are, who are in a place in their lives where that's not your goal and that's not where you're heading, who haven't reached the goals that you're looking to reach, you're listening to the wrong people. And even though they're the wrong people, you listening to them, you simply hearing them can crush your momentum and stifle your success. Now, here's the thing. I know a lot of people live with the, the idea that, well, nobody, you know, Nobody can change where I'm going. Nobody can change my destiny. You know, it's all me and, and nobody can come in and, and impact. Listen, if you get the Bible, then all I have to say are three words, Samson and Delilah. That's all I'm going to say. Whether you want to accept it or not, whether you want to own it or not, who you listen to, and whether or not who you're listening to is wise counsel does impact your future. It does affect it. Now you allowed it to, true enough. But it is very important that we get super selective about where we are seeking counsel. That's why in the Bible it says wise counsel repeatedly a number of times. Wise counsel. It doesn't say seek out counsel from anyone and everyone who's willing to give you advice. Mm-mm. It says to seek out wise counsel because when you get the wrong people in your ear, they can add doubt to a situation where you might already have self-doubt. They can give you advice that's completely wrong. Again, they can crush your momentum and stifle your success. And you don't need that. You really don't. So be sure that whoever you're seeking counsel from, A, it's wise counsel. B, that person is already, for whatever you're seeking counsel for, is already surpassed where you hope to go, has been where you currently are, and has done that level of development and success in a way that is efficient, effective, and aligns with the way that you want to do it. If they're not at where you want to be, stop talking to them. They don't know. So if you say, I want to have a multi-million dollar business, if they don't have a multi-million dollar business right now, I don't know why you're listening, getting business advice from them. That's not where you're going. They have no idea. Uh, and here's the thing I get. Lots of people getting entrepreneurial advice from people who, from individuals who still work for somebody else full time and have never started a business nor, and don't want to, or have started businesses before failed. And that's why they're still working for other people. Uh-uh. If that person is not where you plan to go, they have no room 
to even comment on what you're doing in your life, let alone for you to listen to them. Your standard is, I only take counsel from people who are exactly where I am hoping to go, who've been where I currently am, and they are doing their thing in a way that aligns with the way I see myself doing my thing. If they don't meet all that criteria, there's no point in hearing them. Okay, point number one. The wrong people in your ear can crush your momentum and stifle your success. Point number two, it's not only, when I ask the question, who are you listening to? It's not only who you're listening to on the outside. It's also who are you listening to on the inside? Because you've got to pay attention to your consistent thoughts. Pay attention to what you're thinking on a pretty regular basis. You know why? Because your consistent persistent thoughts, the thoughts that you feel, the thoughts that affect you, what you're saying to yourself, what you're speaking in your own life, what you're accepting as true for you, that is revealing to you your future. And that doesn't mean, I mean, I say affirmations every single day, have a lot of them that I love. An affirmation doesn't mean anything if you don't feel it, if you don't believe it, and if you don't live it day in and day out. So it's not enough to just say certain affirmations. What are you actually feeling on the inside of you? What are you living? What do you really believe is true? Like you might say an affirmation, but you don't believe it. So it's not showing up in your life because you say it 10 times a day, but you're not actually living it because you don't really believe it's possible for you. So pay attention to the consistent thoughts and the train of thought that you're thinking, believing, and saying to yourself. And one of the affirmations that I say every day comes from T. Harvecker's book, this, The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And he really, uh, he has a, a powerful, he has a series of affirmations that you say every single day. But the one that I love the most is this. He, you know, T. Harvecker says, I observe my thoughts and entertain only those that empower me. I want you to listen to that. I observe my thoughts and entertain only those that empower me. The reason why I love that that particular affirmation is because I use it as a reminder throughout the day that when I begin to think disempowering thoughts, I say, wait a second, wait a second. I observe my thoughts. I pay attention to what I'm thinking and entertain only those that empower me. So when a disempowering thought comes up, I go, mm, that that is creating my future. I'm not interested in that disempowering thought creating my future. Stop, reframe, rephrase. I only entertain thoughts that empower me and I change the thought. And then I, I pay attention throughout the day. What am I magnifying in my life? Am I magnifying the thoughts that empower me or am I magnifying the thoughts that disempower me? And that's why I love his affirmation. I observe my thoughts and entertain only those that empower me. Point number three, who are you listening to? You know, I don't know why in general we have this obsession with them and they, right? So lots of times when you talk to people and they say, well, you know, they taught me this or, or they, you know, never really believed in me or, or they criticize. I want to stop people and say, well, who the heck is they? Like, who, who is that? And oftentimes people can't answer you. They're like, well, you know, so many people in my life. Here's my thing. And this goes back to the question, who are you listening to? If they aren't doing it, give them no space to comment, criticize the fact that you are. Let me, let me say that again. If they aren't where you want to be, if they aren't creating successful businesses, if they aren't 
having the relationships, the life, and everything else that you really want. Give them no space to comment or criticize the fact that you are. couple things about that. Typically, they, if they have so much time on their hands that they could actually spend time telling you what you should or shouldn't be doing, that means they aren't over in their business working their magic, following their dreams, doing their thing. If they are sideline quarterbacks to your life, it tells me already they aren't fully in theirs. Because if they were fully in theirs, they would be up in their own business, handling their own stuff, doing what they need to do for themselves. If they have so much time in their hands that they can criticize and comment on what you're doing, um, that annihilates their ability to comment in the first place because they're not in their own business. So when you look at who are you listening to, just remember, if they aren't doing it, then you give them no space to comment criti- or criticize the fact that you are. And here's the thing. Sometimes you can be nice in that boundary conversation. You can say, you know, I really appreciate everything that you're sharing with me and I appreciate the suggestions. However, sometimes you can have that conversation in a nice way, but you know, with some of those they people, sometimes you have to be blunt and rude and you have to say, listen, in my books, I refer to it as SDASU. Sometimes you really have to say to people, I need you to SDASU. You know what SDASU is? Sit down and shut up. I didn't ask. I don't need. Shut up. Sometimes you got to be that way. I'm just saying. And and I love what Brene Brown says in Darren Greatly. So let me give you her quote because it really covers this point that if they aren't doing it, you don't give them any space to comment or criticize the fact that you are. In Darren Greatly, Brene Brown says, if you aren't in the arena also getting your ass kicked, I'm not interested in your feedback. Do you see what I'm saying? If you aren't in the arena with me, gladiator Spartacus style, if you aren't here, in the arena with me, getting your ass kicked. I'm not interested in your feedback. Sorry, not interested. Sorry, not sorry, right? Point number three. Point number four. This is a big one. I always talk about inner circle audits. And I highly recommend that that you do an inner circle audit every single week. Because you would be amazed at the number of people who have emotional vampires, toxicity, living in their inner circle. Now, your inner circle are the five to six people who, um, they're the five to six people that are closest to you, that you go to, that you talk about your dreams with, that you share your vision with. That's your inner circle. They're those people. And it's important on a weekly basis to really look at your inner circle and say, are these people bringing value and adding to my life or are they taking away from my life? Because here's the thing. You need to pay attention to the negativity that lives in your inner circle. Because oftentimes we allow people in our inner circles who have no business being there. No business. And here's my thing. Dr. Steve Maraboli, one of my, my favorite people in terms of quotes on Pinterest. This is what Dr. Steve Mariboli says, Mariboli <laughs> says about this particular thing. He says, pay attention. Sometimes it's the person giving you the medicine who's making you sick. Drop the mic. Let me say this. I, it took me a few times to, to say this out loud and really understand the depth and the breadth of this quote. Pay attention. Sometimes it's the person giving you the medicine who's making you sick. Can I tell you? I, I am ruthless 
when it comes to cutting people out of my life who are giving me the medicine who's making you sick, and I unapologetically do so, I will cut out whoever is showing up in my life, let alone my inner circle, who is giving me medicine that is making me sick. You know why? Because I don't have time for that. At 40, I don't have time for naysayers, critics, emotional vampires, toxic people. I won't even tolerate it. And I wish that my 20-year-old self understood the power of being that ruthless about not entertaining anyone in her life that is giving her medicine, that is actually making her sick. I've learned a lot in the last 20 years, and that is by far one of the most important things. Pay attention to the negativity that lives in your inner circle. You know why? Because let's just let's just drop the mic on the on Dr. Maraboli's quote again. Pay attention. Sometimes it's the person giving you the medicine who's making you sick. <sighs> Do an inner circle audit today. Do an inner circle audit once a week and fire anybody from your inner circle or your life who is giving you medicine that is making you sick. You know why? Because I know that there are lots of people who say, well, I'm strong. I can, you know, I can weather whatever. No, you don't have to though. See what I mean? Like there's a difference between pushing a boulder uphill and moving forward with ease and flow. If you don't have to have that person in your inner circle who's giving you medicine that's making you sick, if you don't have to deal with them, why do you need to? I don't know. You just want to do fight an unnecessary battle for no good reason? No, fire them. No two weeks notice. No, I'm going to let you clear out your desk in my life. Fire them from your inner circle. Fire them from your life. Because again, sometimes it's the person giving you the medicine who's making you sick. Point number five, last point in this episode. And this is by far goes back to what Ralph Waldo Emerson said. Self-trust is the first secret of success. You know what? You have got to learn to fuel yourself. You've got to learn to fuel yourself. What, what do I, what do I mean by that? And again, another Dr. Steve Maraboli quote. If you don't know who he is, look up his stuff. If you fuel your journey on the opinions of others, you are going to run out of gas, says Dr. Steve Maraboli. Listen to that. If you fuel your journey on the opinions of others, you are going to run out of gas. You know, he has another great quote. I quote it all the time. If you've listened to this podcast, you've heard this quote. Dr. Maraboli says, I am self-propelled, fueled from within. I appreciate other people's opinions, but I don't require them. I learned a long time ago that if I give them the power to feed me, I also give them the power to starve me. Sit with that this week. There are a lot of us who base what we do or don't do on the applause, the clap, the praise, the pats on the back of other people. Here's the thing. I don't know anybody who doesn't love approval who doesn't love applause, who doesn't love people telling them, you're awesome, you're wonderful, you can... Okay, but there's a difference between appreciating it and requiring it. And the moment you get to a space in your life where your ability to move forward, whether it's on your business, on a goal, or on a dream, is based on whether or not people are in the stands applauding you and pushing you on, you're going to run out of gas. Because there are going to be parts of this journey, especially starting a business 
where people aren't going to believe in you. And they're going to tell you to give it up. And they're going to tell you this can't possibly work. And they're going to tell you to go back to your day job. And they're going to tell you all kinds of things that you don't want to hear. And they're not going to be clapping. They're not going to be patting you on the back. They're going to tell you to get real and get over this and to move on. And if you don't know how to A, trust yourself and how to B, feel yourself, you will be in a crap load of problems. At the end of the day, self-trust is the first secret of success. Why? Because it creates the stamina and the momentum and the energy and the persistence that you're going to need to get through the rough moments. And if you don't have self-trust, if you don't know how to feel yourself, guess what? You are bound to get into a spot where you give up. So what am I saying? In short, and I'm going to end this episode. I want you to understand a few things. I want you to understand, number one, that you've got to learn how to fuel yourself. You've got to learn how, and part of that is don't get depleted by things that are optional in your life. Other people's negativity is optional. Other people's opinions are optional. Other people's uh, debate or criticism of what you're doing when they haven't done it and they aren't doing it, optional, optional. Don't make things in your life, especially the negative ones, required that in fact are optional. Here's the other piece of it. Pay attention to who you're listening to. Pay attention to what you're saying to yourself. Pay attention to how you speak to you about your future and your goals in your life. You know what? Lots of people call arrogant people who are ultra successful. They say, well, you know, that person's so full of themselves. All they do is talk about the fact that they're winning, winning, winning. You know what? Let's understand the psychology behind that. If I talk about the fact that I'm winning in every moment, and I believe that, like to my core, I believe I'm a winner. I win. This is what I do. I can take any obstacle and I can... There's power in that. That doesn't mean you have to tell the whole world about the fact that you're a winner. But if you can get to an inner life where you live in the abundance and the power of you, you become unstoppable. You know why? Because you're fueling yourself. You know why? Because you're trusting yourself. You know why? Because you don't need anybody else to pat you on the back or clap for you in the in the stands. You do it on your own. And that's the bottom line. Pay attention this week, this month, this year. Who am I listening to? What am I saying to myself? Is it empowering me or disempowering me? And then wherever you find a spot that what is in your presence is not wise counsel or what is in your, in your life and in your inner thought life is not empowering you, drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot and move forward. All right, everybody. Episode 108. Listen, join me for the Focus and Flow webinar. Do not miss signing up for this. Even if you can't make it live, you will get the recording. I'm going to do a Focus and Flow webinar just on how, what are some simple strategies you can use to get focused and to stay focused. You can sign up at tinyurl.com forward slash focus flow webinar. That's tinyurl.com forward slash focus flow webinar. I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show.